When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It is March 23rd, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj, Raj Giri. And Matt Morgan has sent a text. He said, go ahead and start. I'll be right on in a few minutes. So you heard it here first. Mayor Morgan is coming to join this podcast. And... Uh, Raj, did you listen to Matt's interview with uh, with your boy Ryback the other day? Uh, I have not gotten to hear the whole thing yet. I will be this week. It is a very good interview. And dude, I got to say, man, they they seemed a little buddy-buddy, a little chummy. Your, your <laughs> position might be in jeopardy, man. And Ryback's saying he'll come on the show. So uh, so one of these nights, either uh, maybe next week or post-WrestleMania, but we'll we'll do it. I think we should do a special edition. That that should be our replacement for uh, the meetup. We were not able to do at Mania this year. Okay. That's not a bad you idea. Know, special edition with Ryback. Uh, so, yeah, Matt Morgan will be along. Tonight was, a again, a bit of an experiment with Raw. There was some stuff that was different, shooting it without a crowd from the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Uh, we had some new camera angles tonight. We saw two replay matches, one from the Royal Rumble 2015, the World Heavyweight title match, and then we saw Charlotte versus Asuka uh, from WrestleMania a few years ago. There was some live wrestling tonight, some promos. Um, so, Raj, what's the word about how live tonight was and how they are shooting ahead now as we head towards Mania? Yeah, so tonight was live. Um uh, just like they, it was last Friday, and then they're taping. Let me um, pull up the schedule here. They are taping. They taped NXT yesterday, so they were taping at full sale. Uh, oh wow! Today uh, they taped at you know at the Performance Center. They're taping two episodes of Raw on Tuesday. Um, I'm not sure where those tapings are going to be if they're at the at full sale or at the Performance Center, but that will be for next week and the night after Raw. So the the post uh, the post WrestleMania Raw will be taped tomorrow, and then Wednesday and Thursday they're going to tape WrestleMania. So um, yeah, so basically they're taping enough TV to get us through the week after uh, WrestleMania, and then after that, uh, who knows? Yeah, well, good on them for thinking ahead. I mean, we are living in a very volatile time right now that is unpredictable with ever-changing rules and regulations regarding the response to COVID-19 coronavirus. So I think for them to get ahead of this while the talent is healthy and in one place, uh, almost having a WWE talent quarantine together and making productive use of it is the best way to ensure that it will be business as usual on TV, at least for the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... Um, you know, after that, it's anyone's guess, you know, there's talk right now if you and things change so quickly, but, uh, you know, Trump on the news has been saying, you know, we'll give it 15 days and then, you know, start opening everything back up. 
Um, and Vince will think we still we could still make it. We could still make Mania weekend. He's counting them. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. Um, Wouldn't that be insane if they pre-taped Mania and all these matches, and then the last minute, everything's open again, folks? And Vince is like, "Screw it." <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure he wouldn't be. He he would be pretty pissed about that. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's wild times. It's uh, it, it's just really weird, you know. Wrestling, uh, you know, we saw it tonight. You mentioned there were two tape matches. Um, both didn't really have much to do with WrestleMania. I was kind of surprised. I thought they'd show the Women's Royal Rumble, and they still might. They could do that next week, or Shayna Baszler winning the Elimination Chamber. Uh, just stuff more directly related to WrestleMania. You know, Randy Orton and, and Edge winning the tag team titles, or you know, just stuff that kind of fits the story. But um, they, they didn't do it on this episode. They're they're more they're kind of random. It, it involves talent that you know are on WrestleMania, but um, yeah. But we're seeing, you know, all these videos of celebrities that are quarantined and are singing songs. Why didn't they have the talent at home who are cutting promos uh, do a lip dub reenactment of Land of a Thousand Dances with the current roster? I know. We got to suggest that. I think that would be five minutes of compelling television. (laughs) That would be pretty cool. Something. Something. Anything. I mean, you follow the wrestlers, uh, WWE superstars on Twitter. Like a lot of them are doing stuff during this downtime. They're producing content. They're putting things out there. I think that showing old matches, um, like you've said before, it can have a good ratings effect sometimes. But I think that the hardcore fans, we tune in to see new content. You know, it doesn't have to even be, we've proven this. It doesn't have to be highly relevant. It doesn't have to really even go anywhere. But I think there's something about new. Well, you know, the stuff that's been drawing uh, these last few weeks has been the archive content. You know, last week, uh, was it was last week the Royal Rumble? Or, yeah, that was last week. It feels oh, like it feels weeks so ago. long ago. <laughs> but that is what drew the rating on Monday night. Uh, the show kind of went down as soon as the Rumble stopped airing. And, uh, you know, the, the match itself had the biggest drop that, that was on last week's show. Uh, we'll see how these matches do, but you know, SmackDown this past Friday night, obviously right now you have a lot more people at home staying in. So television viewership in general is up, but most of that is going to news. Um, but still SmackDown was up and you know, they, they aired some, I think they aired one old match, they aired, uh, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt, or was it two? Uh, that was, I think it was just that one last Friday. Just that one. Michael Manisi's is saying spoilers are going to mess up Mania 36. I said this, they need to tape alternate endings if they're pre-taping it. That way it can't be spoiled. Well, there's going to be so few people there that if, you know, because each match is being taped individually. So it's not like everyone's going to be around and, 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 and watching it. So if it, if they do get out, they'll pretty much know who, who did it. And, you know, someone's ass could be on the line. So I can see, I can see it being hard to get spoilers out. Or we could have Choose Your Own Adventure WrestleMania on the WWE Network. That would be pretty sweet. Because it really doesn't matter who wins most of these matches. Like, what was that Netflix Choose Your Own Adventure movie? Oh, uh, uh, Bandersnatch. Ban- yeah, yeah. Something like that. Did you did you do, go through and do all that? I, I, the first few days, I went through a bunch of them. Yeah. I, I went through. I was obsessed with getting every single different outcome and Easter egg. And the creepiest thing about that is if you start doing it and replaying it enough, the characters on screen reference, even if you've seen the scene before, a character will add a little reference saying that you've done this before. Like, it's really spooky, but cool. Huh. Can't recommend it enough. Like, that is a good middle of the night thing to do by yourself if you just want to freak yourself out and make it feel like the TV is talking to you. Huh. Well, 
and you know now with all people having all the time in the world <laughs> all the time in the world yeah oh there we oh, go there we... mr matt morgan hey so what'd you think of raw tonight i like aj's promo again Real quick, let's get the super chat. Ty Wash uh, with the $2 super chat saying, Matt, why didn't you win against Kurt Angle in TNA? Am I really answering that? Or we're covering wrong? Um, <laughs> we haven't started Raw yet, so I figured, we, I figured we'd do it before we get in there. Matt, we, we stay strictly on topic on this podcast. You're right. <laughs> oh, does no. Neil thing say live in the corner? Are we not filming? We, no, no, we we're are. We're, we're, we're on right now. <laughs> oh, I apologize. Um, I uh, don't. Because Vince Russo was more concerned about Kurt, excuse me, wrestling AJ for the world title the following month, right after Bound for Glory, which made no sense because we had a nine-month build for this blow-off for me versus Kurt, where I went through every single person from Mick Foley to Kevin Nash to Booker T. No, not Booker T. Booker T. Pussed out and. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't in his defense it made no sense they were throwing a match together me versus booker with no build whatsoever like the night of the show they were going to advertise me versus booker in a three-minute match so to his credit i don't blame him for holding his ground on that um basically scott steiner who else was the main event mafia staying i went to every member of the main event mafia it was to finish off with kurt angle where i would beat him and then the day of the show bound for glory vince changed his mind and uh, said, I don't have to win to still get over. He's correct halfway, but these were the types of examples of me, AJ, Joe, um, Beer Money as a tag team. Um, he had no, he knew how to get us to the finish line. He just wouldn't do it, if that makes sense. And he would always puss out um, by letting the Attitude Era guys always win, generally speaking. But then I sound almost contradictive saying that because I just listed a whole shitload of them that he did have me go over. So I, I don't know. I, I just remember that being the big thing. He was worried about him wrestling uh, AJ for the title the following month. It still didn't add up to me because Kurt Angle could lose 99 matches in a row. He told Vince three times that afternoon that this is the wrong decision right in front of me. Um, and so I don't know. Uh, that's that's what Vince I remember saying was the reason. I still think it's stupid, but um, yeah, yeah, that that, that didn't make any sense to me at the at the it time. It pissed me know. off for the, all the older guys that did business the right way and didn't put let their egos get in the way of putting me over to get there. Yeah. You know, that was not just me versus Kurt Angle with nine month storyline. That was his whole main event mafia. Uh, a whole gimmick of me going through every one of them each month, mm -hmm. you know, all for nothing. Yeah. You never get that payoff. So you invested all that time to just fizzle out. Basically it was, it reminds me of that Kurt Angle storyline with triple H and Stephanie, where they kind of build out, build it, you know, built up that little romance and then it just, just fizzled out and it kind of did no one any favors. No, but like it's little episodes like that though, that, you know, he, he was used to be a, a writer that used to believe in pushing the younger guys. But it's like we weren't even really younger guys. Like he would talk about us like we were people that have been wrestling for like two or three years or something. Yeah. And me, the guys like that, AJ, Joe, myself, guys have been wrestling for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Ty saying that uh, she remembers there were 10 of them that watched that pay-per-view. So that could that couldn't happen now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be in big trouble. 
Oh, so uh, I was given uh, Raj a hard time, Matt. Uh, he has not listened to your interview with Ryback yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I did talk to Ryback last week, and he's uh, he's all up for doing the show. So we'll have to we'll have to just pick a night. There you go. Sounds good. We need so- to cover an older episode. Because even covering this night's episode sucks. I'm not energetic to do it. <laughs> Jay Lane did say, please do a post-show pod for the WrestleMania 32 replay on Sunday. Well, probably being, not gonna I do don't that. know if he's being serious. Is he being <laughs> I facetious? He no, I think he's being serious. Uh, that was it. Oh, all right, Mania. I was there live. I mean, it was... Okay, was fine. But like, like, I think... We do much better with these fans that watch our sh- this this podcast each week, especially those that watch the video version. Yeah, online, they I think would much rather see us. We'll cover Hulk Hogan versus Iron Sheik or something crazy <laughs> like that than this. Yeah, no, I think a classic '80s one. Maybe oh, you know, be fun. Maybe WrestleMania the, three. Let's go back and cover that. I was gonna say uh, maybe one of the MTV ones, like Brawl to End It All, War to Settle mm-hmm. the Score, like uh-huh. one of those, because that's a fun uh, question. So, so speaking of super chats, Matt Morgan. Uh, Moneybags, uh, Moneybags, uh, Raj Giri over here last night uh, was asking for recommendations of what to watch, and I said, "Well, you should finally watch the Goonies." And he was like, "Can I stream it for free?" I was like, "You can rent it for four bucks." And he was like, "F that noise!" You know, you know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to tell him uh, uh, to watch his own podcast. I thought that's where you're going with this, Glenn. No, I'm saying we've already had enough super chats tonight, Raj, to pay for you to watch the Goonies, and our fans. <laughs> want you to discuss your reaction that they are also outraged you have you've to never pay seen to watch film. goonies now yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying if it was free i'd watch it i'm surprised it's such an ancient the old movie uh, i'm surprised they charge for it someone did tweet me i guess sci-fi is showing it this week so maybe i'll throw it on the dvr you yeah, would rather not... watch something with commercials than pay four dollars no. to watch it no, shouldn't, fast shouldn't, forward. shouldn't that be like an hbo on demand from like 1990 <laughs> Nine or something? I have like oh. 10 streaming services and it's not on any of them. I know. Wow. I would have thought it would have been on Disney Plus, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Very strange. Very strange indeed. Um, so raw tonight. Oh raw. Black <laughs> <Lightyear. laughs> Paul Heyman. And the star of Monday Night Raw tonight, the new camera angle that they copped from AEW last week. Uh, shooting the entrance, so you didn't see the empty seats, which worked out much better. Yes. What did you think of Heyman's promo tonight, Matt? Good, good but like, uh, I don't know, because it's it's so... They, they always start off with Paul Heyman and Brock. Every Raw generally does. You, you know what I mean? And, and it just did not... That did nothing for me. Yeah, I agree. I, I did like the changes that they made. Uh, to your point, Glenn, it was similar to what AEW did. When I tweeted that out, uh, Hurricane Helms replied, well, ROH has been doing it for years. And it's like, yes, they have, but WWE was sticking with their formula until uh, until yeah, tonight. Give credit to the company, that w- whoever made the person change. And obviously, WWE was doing it one way, and they made the change after seeing something. I don't say anything bad about even admitting that if somebody, you know? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was a good idea. More yeah, people exactly. watching our show as we do it. Thanks a lot. That's what I would say. I think it makes it look worse if you don't take ideas that work <laughs> and stick with what's not working. So I thought I thought it looked a lot better. They didn't show all the empty chairs. That was all darkened. They were you know, they changed the hard cam to be across from the entrance. So uh it just looked a lot better production wise. Mm. 
And didn't Tony Khan tweet about the camera angle tonight? <laughs> he did. Someone brought it up to him saying they moved the hard cam. And uh, Tony Khan just replied with a gif that says, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. It's the uh, the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. So yeah. anyway. <sighs> I liked Heyman referencing in these uncertain times. Lesnar beating Drew at WrestleMania is a certainty. I thought <laughs> that was a nice way to reference it. Uh, weird. Did he say... Uh, Drew was going to be douched out at WrestleMania by Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Definitely said that. What does that make Brock in this analogy? I don't know. It was a stupid thing to say. Yes. Um, that got my attention. I was like, oh, that's interesting context. He, I, I He definitely said it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Ah, uh, so we uh, then went into the world heavyweight title match from the 2015 Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar retaining over Seth Rollins and John Cena in a triple threat. Yeah, this was the match that it was originally supposed to be Brock versus Cena. The rematch from SummerSlam where Brock just destroyed Cena. And uh, this was where they didn't want either of them to lose. So they added Seth Rollins in and so he could, you know, take the fall. I don't remember this. I can't believe that. I don't remember it. It was funny when I was watching. I was like, "Wait, what was you know?" I I was kind of the same way. It was it, I'd kind of forgotten about it, and then it came back to me. Uh, Derry Moore with the super chat saying, "I loved the referee's reaction after the black mass and watch Goonies, Raj." So there you go. Take mm-hmm. Derry Moore's five dollars. You know, the buck <laughs> left over for uh, some red vines. Um, and then we had uh, Jay Lane with a five dollar super chat. It was a joke, but two Survivor Series 03, If you're really talking, taking suggestions for classic pay per view recaps. Team Angle versus Lesnar kicked ass. <laughs> I just posted that. Oh, well, yeah, we didn't cover it, though. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> we can cover it. I can tell you how long that that match took put to put, uh, how long it took to put together. Hey, that would be cool. Kind of like match a match took a, hours to a put A little making of the match episode. I'm not joking. An entire afternoon that took because we were supposed to be the main event. Brock was heated that we weren't, and it kept going back and forth between that to be the main event or the other original Raw Survivor Series style match of Hunter and his team. I forget, or I forget what the other team was, but no offense to them. They weren't bigger stars than the ones in that SmackDown Survivor Series, and that's not even close. And so the way it got set up is they had to pay us main event money as if we did wow. close this show, sort of Christ. And then that's all Rock cared about. And then once that was it, he's like, good. Then I'm, and I'm leaving as soon as we're done. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> this guy had only been doing it for like two years maybe at the time. Three years and talking to Vince like that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, um, so the main event of that one was, I say Goldberg defeating Triple H? Yes, oh, yeah. but there was a Survivor Series match. Yeah, Team Bischoff. Team Bischoff versus Team Austin. Okay, whoever that was in the match, we were supposed to be on that. That's why Cena cut that promo in the beginning that we made an event on first. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you guys' match went first. You guys had Bradshaw, Chris Benoit, Hardcore Holly, John Cena, and Kurt Angle against yourself, Nathan Jones, Brock Lesnar, Big Show, and A-Train. And this was seen as big baby face push. This was his very first baby uh, baby face match as yeah. a full fledged face. He just turned two weeks before. Yeah, jeez. And it was supposed to make him, and it did make him. He had five the big show, and the crowd went bananas because mm-hmm. that was his first time doing it. Actually, this because yeah, because he did, yeah because he did it then one more time at, at Royal uh, WrestleMania twenty for the U.S. title. 
So yeah, that was John Cena's first time f fiving uh, f viewing show. Didn't he do Big Show and Edge at the same time during one match? Way later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but more more <laughs> suggestions coming in. Bobby Burns, thanks for the super chat, saying, "What about a review show for Dark Side of the Ring?" Uh, we'll okay. talk more about that after the show, but uh, I would do that. Dark Side of the Ring. It was yeah. it's really good. The Benoit episode. I got a screener a couple weeks ago. Matt, did you get to watch it? Yeah, I did. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, really good. Really. When good. did they all air? They aired the first half of the Chris Benoit one. Uh, okay. It was on YouTube, and it starts tomorrow. Got it. I will try and make time. Uh, we decided as a distraction we were going to finally watch all of the leftovers. Not uplifting and not a good way to take your mind off what's going on currently. Yeah. Uh, Moise Hussein, back, going back to Raw, saying, put Mojo, Gronk, Mismo, New Day, Usos, Heavy Machinery, and the Street Profits in the crowd during Mania. That mm. would make it much more lively. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing they didn't copy from AEW or take from AEW that I think would enhance the show a lot was having the wrestlers in the crowd that made some noise, separate them, make sure they're separated. And uh, it just adds a lot to the show. I agree. I think for Mania, that would be awesome. Uh, Speaking of Mania matches, we had AJ come out with Gals and Anderson, uh, cut a promo on The Undertaker, cracking jokes about how he looked last week, comparing him to a goth version of Dog the Bounty Hunter and Tiger King. Shows <laughs> uh, the video of Taker and Michelle McCool at the Tiger Rescue. Um, and then said uh, it's going to be a Boneyard match at WrestleMania between AJ and Taker. Now, Raj, what did you take that to mean? I think that means they're going to shoot it at a graveyard, but it's a buried alive match. But they're not going to do it in the arena. That's kind of what I what I took from it. Question: Does is there any way? Hmm. <clears throat> because they use the word boneyard, right? That is the name of his Undertaker's little backstage click crew gimmick he, back in the day, right? That's tattooed on the stomach. Him, Yokozuna, Godfather, he, Bone Skull. Bone Skull, it was BSK, right? Bone Skull Crew. So it's similar, yeah. Uh, I was going to ask, do you think then, why not just call it a graveyard? I think because of the times with what's going on, maybe they they thought using yeah. Very Alive or Graveyard yeah. might be insensitive. Okay. That's my guess. That um, could make sense. That makes sense. Yeah, because I wouldn't use those terms. Uh, Boneyard <laughs> could also be a place for like wrecked old cars. That would be a cool place to do a match. Damn, because I was looking forward to being something different. If yeah. it's going to be at a cemetery, we've seen that. Have they done that in WWE though? They've done Buried Alive, where they have a mock grave at the, you know, uh, yeah, in that, the arena. That Survivor Series, well, lots of times. Um, but I want to say, yeah, right? I don't think so. WCW actually did one way back in the day, uh, but. WWE, I don't think, ever did one. In- Hopefully it looks cool. Then what they should do is take that stuff like that Matt Hardy used to do with, what do you call it? The stuff he did at TNA, uh, the broken stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shoot it with that type of uh, cinematography, if you even want to call it that. I mean, it would have been cool to shoot it that way at a cemetery. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Like power bombing someone off the top of a mausoleum. Just yeah. Getting really into it. <laughs> I mean, it could be cool. I think if they're going to do... Because it takes all the AJ spots away just to oh, yeah, everybody at home watching. He's just not going to do all this cool shit that... All right. Well, I would guess... Yeah, I'm guessing they're going to have to build a set, right? No graveyard's going to allow uh, this to take place, you wouldn't think. So we'll see what kind yeah. of job they do with with the set and everything. That's it, yeah. Yeah. 
But if it's at an auto wrecking yard, it could be like that fight in Superman mm-hmm. three where he fights himself. Yes. Could, oh, I one in trunk. Yeah. yeah that'd, mm-hmm. be, that'd be pretty dope. Superman three slept on better mm-hmm. than people remember it being bad. Yeah. The bad Superman was really cool. Uh, buddy Barlow. Yeah. We did see the vice Benoit story. It was, it was awesome. Thank you for the $2 super chat. So I didn't even know there was a two separate one, Glenn. I mean, uh, Raj, I, I watched the thing you sent me and it was, um, I just thought it was one long ass show. Yeah, that's the whole one. And then they, because that one's like an hour and a half. And then with commercials and everything, it's two. There's, I think they're airing both parts tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. But they it, basically, you saw the whole thing, but the, the stuff that's available in public is only half, the first half of that. Got it. So after that, uh, it was announced that Andrade and Angel Garza are going to be facing the Street mm-hmm. Profits for the tag team titles at WrestleMania. That'll be a good match. Yeah, I mean, did did I miss some rhyme or reason for why they're getting this opportunity? Because their normal WrestleMania is completely uh, out the window, and uh, they're trying to do it again. <laughs> I'm guessing probably because they're, they're they were all there tonight, and they could pre-tape the match ahead of time. Yeah, could be. Uh, yeah, yeah, they probably just you know wanted to see who could make it out for the tapings this week, and mm-hmm. those guys made it on the card because they got Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley too. And there has been like yeah. not anything, uh, and that could be a really cool feud if they gave that time. It could be a very big win for Aleister. I, I would give Aleister the win on this. It'd be really big, big for him. Yeah, I, I'm, I think that's that's probably what they they're doing is giving Aleister a big win. Mm-hmm. So then we had Ricochet and Cedric Alexander versus Angel Garza and Andrade tonight in a uh, kind of competitive match. Went on for a bit. Yeah, this was good. Street Profits on commentary. Yeah, it's unfortunate what they're doing with Ricochet and Cedric, you know. Um, you know, I, I said on Twitter, speaking of Buried Alive, here's Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Um, I'd like to see Ricochet is just too damn talented to be used as, you know, glorified enhancement talent. And, yeah. and Ced- Cedric is too, but Ricochet has that extra it factor. And, You're right. But I do think, you know, Ricochet and Cedric, they could be a hell of a team if they gave them a chance. They could, they could be pretty awesome. Or you put them with MVP, you know, have that MVP build that stable. They could do so much with these guys, but they're, they're floundering right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh yeah! Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Wayne that. Montgomery pointing out that Jerry the King Lawler was not at Raw tonight. Didn't even notice. Yeah, he said in an, he said in an interview that um, he actually moved to Florida um, for the next few weeks for the Raw tapings. But uh, WWE and AEW both did get a lot of uh, a lot of negative backlash because of having you know Lawler, Jim Ross, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts on the shows when they're at really high risk of, of being affected by, you know, COVID-19. Hmm. So yeah. I, I would guess that's, that's why we didn't see Lawler tonight. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's, that's responsible. So, absolutely. so good for them. Uh, Andrade and Angel Garza won that match. And then Selena Vega entered the ring to celebrate, uh, stared down the street profits fight broke out. And then we had Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink versus the Street Profits. That was, I was not expecting that. Who's Brendan Vink? I don't know who that is. I don't know. Shane Thorne, I know. 
I don't know. I got nothing for you while that, while that match happened. Why yeah, probably, probably just developmental guys. Uh, Shane Thorne, you know, is from NXT. So, so Ron Armetta is <laughs> donating to the Goonies Fund. <laughs> Clan is an overall great guy. Here's the money to go see Goonies, four ninety nine. Thank you for the super chat, but there's also tax, so... Uh, <laughs> you know, Raj, if you uh, if you talk about the pay-per-view movies you buy on this podcast, you can deduct them as a business expense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, we'll see how that goes with Raj and Goonies next Monday on this very show. Uh, so, of course, the Street Profits won over Thorne and Vink. I feel like, uh, yeah, Brendan Vink, I don't know. If anyone's a fan of Brendan Vink in the chat, I don't I don't think so. Nobody knows who he is. No. Um, after that, Ford Dog had celebrated. And then, oh, R-Truth got the title from Riddick Moss while Riddick Moss was running in his neighborhood. So they've turned R- you know, Riddick Moss into just another 24-7 joke pretty quickly. Yeah, they did. It's a shame. They, they didn't need to. The guy looked good with a with a title belt. I know that sounds weird, but he looked good wearing a title. Um, and and in the day and age where they don't have any or many, I should say, you know, big, jacked up looking pro wrestler that looked they could kick somebody's ass in a real fight. Um, I don't know. He shouldn't have had anything to do with this unless it was to give him a few months with it, um, just for the aesthetic look of being a champion and still being a rookie or whatever you want to call it something i mean but yeah it's just throw away yeah so hopefully maybe this is them moving him on to bigger and better things and away from the 24 7 terry allen jr with the super chat saying weird finish during angels match i can't remember what the finish was remember oh yeah cedric uh he looked like he kicked out there at three or he kicked out late, and the referee paused, and then just counted anyway. Yeah, they, they botched that finish. That's right. So we had Shayna Baszler with Charlie Caruso. Uh, Shayna asking Charlie if she was scared. Ugh. Injecting a little humor in the situation before Shayna was attacked from the back uh, with a chair shot from Becky Lynch. Thank God. Yeah, she saved the segment with that. Yeah. I, mean, I liked how this was shot, you know, with... The, how they had it lit and everything. I thought that was cool, but Shayna just cannot, she's just not, she's just not ready. It's not believable. She is so, what's the word? Um, not, not believable, but, um, she's playing wrestler. Yeah, definitely playing wrestler. stuff, but very stiff. It's very stiff in these promos and just not believable whatsoever. Um, I don't know. I just think the promos are terrible. I just do. Just being honest. Yeah, I mean, because in real life, Shayna would destroy any of these curls, but she doesn't. She does not project that. It doesn't she, sound like it. Yeah, like, it's very, very odd. If someone could really kick somebody's ass, you think it wouldn't be tough to pontificate upon that, right? Like somebody just walk up, like I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Go ahead. <laughs> Neo Akira with a five dollar super chat. Matt should have won the TNA World Title and had a nice run with it. Why? Thank you, Nia. Yeah, and then after this segment, Alistair Black versus Leon Ruff. Uh, is it true this was the same match that happened on main event last week? I was seeing people tweet about with the same spot with Black just sitting there. 
God, I I didn't even. I, I don't watch Twitter when I watch Raw, so I don't know yeah. what they're talking about. Uh, I can check real quick. So uh, Alistair Black stared Leon Ruff down, took a seat in the middle of the ring. Uh, Ruff told him to come on a fight, but he won't. Ruff went for the running kick. Black ducked, got up, fought with strikes, uh, nailed a black mask for the pin, and won this squash match. Yeah, I wonder if they showed the same match. It, it was Alistair Bluff versus uh, Leon Ruff on main event. So yeah, huh. I mean, smart if they did. Yeah, they have all those main event matches that the majority of the raw audience has never seen. I'm surprised they're not leaning on those right now. I mean, it's something. Yeah, if anyone in the super chat, I, I mean, anyone in the chat, if you guys watch main event, let let us know if that was the same match. Um, the one thing Alistair Black doing that sit with no crowd, it just came across as very awkward. What was that, Matt? What's that? <laughs> Those are washing machine. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Um. After that, we had Kevin Owens in the ring hyping up uh, with Tom offer uh, hyping up Owens versus Seth Rollins at Mania. Owens said he's there to answer the WrestleMania challenge from Rollins last week. And uh, Rollins came out and confronted him, said uh, that, yes, you had the performance center, but that was built on my back, my hard work, and what he did in developmental and NXT. Um, yeah, what did you think of this face-off, Matt? This was good. I thought this was this was very good, actually. Yeah, they got really personal there. With Seth Rollins bringing up how Kevin Owens not really had a big WrestleMania match yet, except for that one with Chris Jericho. Uh, wasn't even on WrestleMania last year, so really, uh, some really personal stuff. And Seth Rollins took credit for the women's evolution. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. That's funny. It's a, it's a great, great heel move. So yes. <laughs> um. Then we had Charlotte Flair versus Oscar from WrestleMania 34 in uh, 2018. This was an awesome match. I didn't mind watching it again. You know. This was really good. I remember during WrestleMania, I really was impressed watching this match. I was impressed watching it again. Yeah, it didn't. It still didn't make sense, you know, to me to have Oscar lose and then you know Charlotte lose it like that next week to to Carmella. But um, yeah, it's cool, you know, seeing that presentation, the WrestleMania presentation during Raw. It's you know, there's a lot of people that didn't watch that match, so it's uh, it's cool for them. No, I didn't know this. Uh, Carlos de Jesus is saying Pluto TV has a TNA channel that shows 24 seven wrestling. Uh, so Matt Morgan, the blueprints highlighted in a lot of these matches props. Matt was a lot better than he gets credit for. Keep up the good work. Uh, Pluto TV is free. So get that app mm-hmm. on your streaming device and check out the TNA channel to get some classic, uh, Matt Morgan wrestling. Pluto. It's a, it's an app. A, yeah. It's just an app, a free streaming series of networks where you can watch like live streaming TV. I think they have like like MSNBC, some of the news networks on there. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of random what they have, but it's interesting. The TNA has a channel on there. Uh, yeah, it is. I hope you're getting some of that. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, no residuals. Uh, Carlos saying Matt was a lot better than he gets credit for. Matt, what was that thing today that uh, you sent us that you you just got credit for something recently? Oh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated um, top five hundred of the decade. They just came out with it'll be out in stores. I think in a couple month, if a month to a month and a half from now. Nice. Um, and I was ranked seventy three. Wow. For the decade. Even though I retired in two thousand fourteen. 
Yeah, I was going to say, is that the so previous decade? 2009 to 2019. Oh. Wow. And they do it, like, I'm ranked ahead of freaking Bray Wyatt on there because it's a ranking of, um, if you read the top of it, it's 2009 to 2019, right? They ranked the top 500 wrestlers of the last that last decade. And they average out what your ranking was. So over the course of my six years, 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, those six years, like one ranking of like 20-something I could have sworn. Um, and another time like 30-something. So that yeah, those two or three years gave me really high numbers. To average out my number like at 99 for those six years, hmm. which is the same rating as Zach Sabre Jr. got, 99.33 or something, oh, wow. something like that. Um, they average out what your what you did over the last ten years with their PWI five hundred yearly issue where mm-hmm. you rank each year. They collectively add that all up and see what that average number would be. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And uh yeah, I was like, What the frick am I still doing being rating in magazines I haven't wrestled since two thousand fourteen? It's very odd. Um, but because it was two thousand nine to two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Just pointing out, ranked ahead of Bray Wyatt. (laughs) I am error. Thank you for the $2 super chat. uh, Saying the reason Baszler seems so bad is she has no charisma. Duh. (laughs) You need to pay us to say that. No, I've been saying that for for like a year now. Yeah. Yes. She Uh, does not have charisma. She is a black hole of charisma. (laughs) J-Lane with $2 super chat. Sorry, Daylight Jaylen with two dollars super chat. Did you guys hear Matt Hardy and talk to Jericho? I need to. I saw a, a part of it, or I heard part of it. Yeah, yeah. I believe he says that if uh, Triple H were in charge, he would have stayed with WWE. He said creatively, things would have been better for him if Triple H was if Triple H was in charge. And absolutely, uh, he, yeah. he he talked about how when Vince. Uh, so you remember those really annoying bits he would do with Bray Wyatt, where they're just laughing forever. Mm-hmm. He said that Vince heard them doing it one time backstage. And uh, he said, that's good shit, pal. And then had him do it just constantly and just draw it out and draw it out. It was just Vince was the one that liked it. And then he was saying how Vince uh, didn't, you know, saw the ultimate deletion. He goes, look, if if I don't get it and if this does a good number, then, hey, I'm out of touch. And it ended up doing a good number. So, um, so yeah. Why didn't he keep doing it? Because, well, you know, Vince. So, yeah, I mean, that's what he talked about. He, they would keep coming up with ideas, and he thinks that they they kind of just, you know, uh, faded away because they were tired of hearing, you know, WWE was tired of hearing from them. So, wow. Uh, so we had Flair backstage with Charlie Caruso saying, uh, talking about her match with Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. And, yeah. She said that Ripley is excited for the match, but Flair is the masterclass at making history and going on bragging about her success at Mania. She says she's going to win the NXT Women's Championship at Mania. And then Randy Orton, the show closing moment, his response to Edge. What did you think of this, Matt? Good. This was, I thought this was great again, actually. Yeah. Orton, uh, he's he's picked it up big time in this feud. He's been uh, he's been one of the MVPs of WWE so far this year, I think. Yeah, 
this I wish they just postponed Mania. I really do. Same here. It makes no sense to me why they don't. I feel bad for so many of these talents. Yeah, I, if if anyone in the chat could come up with a good reason why they should postpone it, you're talking over twenty million dollars that they would make. You know, by, they're, they're by losing, postponing. Yeah, they're losing. They're losing a ton of money. Yeah, and they're not going to be getting new network subscriptions right now when people are, you know, when all these layoffs are going on uh, and people are worried about what's going on. They're not going to be signing up for the network if they don't already have it. So it's not like you're getting a spike in network uh, subscriptions. But if you waited until things got better, then you would get that. You know, you would get more people buying it. You would get the the live gate. And, and not to mention, it would just be a happy occasion as opposed to feeling dreary and, and just weird. I mean, in a way, I'm happy that we have something to do. Right. Right. Uh, during, you know, being essentially locked down, right? And nothing going on, nowhere to really go right now. Yeah, I wish they just, they said, we're postponing WrestleMania, but we're going to give you a couple of the matches mm-hmm. we had planned. Call it this Sunday in Orlando, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, just, you still have an event, but WrestleMania, you hold off that name. Yeah. And then... You just have a big celebration when things start getting back to normal. I think people would really love that. I mean, how do they not like Drew has a huge, huge moment in front of him that could take him into a different, to just a new stratosphere. Yeah. Same with for that company. They have a brand new megastar on their hands. Um, what that outshot could look like of him beating Brock Lesnar at a packed arena. Yeah, I almost feel like Drew should. Either win by DQ or, or even lose. I know. And then they do the rematch later, so he gets that moment in front yeah. of the crowd. Yeah, I mean, we just don't know when. And this idea, someone in the chat saying, oh, they could do Madison Square Garden in June. It's like, I don't know if you look at New York. I don't think New York's going to be open for business no, anytime soon. Be, but you could do this anytime. Yeah. If, if, if it's... Gee. Yeah, but if things aren't going back to normal, then you just have it at the Performance Center down the road. But uh, I mean, but who knows even if they'll be able to even tape or... I mean, things are changing. Remember, I mean, remember when gatherings were 100 people and 50 people, now five people in the UK. Now it's two people. You can't have more than two people in person together at once. So I think that, I mean, I, the reports, I mean, granted it's Meltzer, but people saying Vince wants to get this over with almost with Mania because there's no guarantee or even guideline for what things are going to be like, you know, a month from now, two months but, from now. But why even do it then? You yeah. know? I mean, what's the point? To have a dreary WrestleMania? Uh, it's, it's I, I'd rather postpone it. And if it's things aren't better by then, uh, you know, by let's say September, um, there's a lot bigger things to worry about. Um, but dude, there's definitely gonna. This is de- yeah. I, I agree. I, I better by then. We sh- it should be for sure. But there's no uh, guarantees. Yeah, and when things are better, we don't know how long things will be better for. I mean, this is you know a twelve to eighteen month thing that a country is going to be dealing with in some incarnation. Hopefully, not as extreme as it is now. But uh, no, it won't be. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they're they're at least taking steps to do. I think taping in different locations is a good idea. I think pre-taping is a good idea. I mean, look, if they put on something that artistically and creatively is inspired, um, I think I think in some ways that could actually be better than just doing. I mean, take away the the pageantry, as they say, of a lot of previous WrestleManias. There's also been a lot of really shitty WrestleManias in terms of match quality. Yeah. Um, Remember, I I guarantee uh, you, this will be a lot worse. 
you see how the matches are with no crowd. Yeah, uh, granted, some of them will be taped away and, and they could do other stuff. But again, with no crowd reaction, it's... It, 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 did you ever watch that Mankind Undertaker broiler room brawl mm-hmm. at SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they cut off the announcers. You still had the crowd reaction, but you didn't have the announcers. And just it would, it never was the iconic match that it should have been because of that, I felt like. Like it just it was hard to get into. What they could have done is made each single match on this card at a different place, like a, a different gimmick altogether. I mean, not just a different arena, but like a different gimmick. Graveyard in one, basketball court in another. Yeah. Uh, Hooters for Cena and, and Bray Wyatt because they were they were joking about that on Twitter. Anywhere, just just something that has a different aesthetic to it, so it takes away the fact that nobody's there. Yeah, do Cena versus uh, Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse. There, that that's yeah there you go little things like that for every match though i could have pulled this off I feel. yeah but i still think well, you, still ca- you call it something else you call it something else you save that wrestlemania name because that means so much maybe they're banking I think, on it to cheer people up yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know about you guys like think about right now we're in this weird standstill no movies are being shot anymore most tv aside from news has halted production or everyone's doing things from remote locations i think uh we've proven in terms of great uh uh struggle like america needs a distraction and i I think it's it's uh commendable that they're doing this and now they're doing it in a safe efficient manner by getting this all shot now so people can go home and be with their families again i I have no problem with them doing an event i just think it's just so much. It's just it, from business sense, it makes no sense to me to do it now. And just for fans, you know, again, from fans perspective to come back when things are back to normal and then have this big celebration. And I think people would really be clamoring for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we shall see. Uh, right now, WrestleMania is scheduled to go on as planned two nights, April 5th and 6th on the WWE network. Speaking of the WWE network, Raj, today, WWE announced they're making a ton of stuff free to stream on the WWE Network. Yeah, it sounds like most of the content is going to be free on there uh, outside of this upcoming WrestleMania. And even that, if you wanted to, you could get that for free by signing up. You know, you get the one month free when you sign up. Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, that's a really cool move by WWE again uh, to have all this content that they're putting out. You just have to you do have to sign up, put in your email address, but it's all free. So all the Raws, uh, all the previous Raws, all the Smackdowns, the new FCW documentary that they have, which is really good. That's on there. The Ruthless Aggression series, all the WrestleMania, SummerSlams, Royal Rumbles. So it's a really, really cool move. Yeah. I think we're going to see more of that. I think people need to be entertained. Uh, I thought it was cool over the weekend. You could watch all those movies that are in theaters that you can now get on pay-per-view. That was kind of cool. Yeah, some of them, right? Like The Hunt and some of the... I watched The Invisible Man and I watched The Hunt. And The Hunt, I thought, was brilliant. It's like, makes fun of everyone on both sides. Don't believe the hype. It's very enjoyable. Invisible Man was good. A lot of stuff to watch now. And the network being free, I think, is going to be a godsend for a lot of people. They're at home, don't have a lot of money, and want to watch some classic wrestling content. Yeah. Uh, Tim Drake, thanks for the $5 super chat. He said he wished he could have met us in Tampa and asked if we have any plans for a meet and greet in LA in 2021. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely, definitely love to do it. So we'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, you know, what's interesting is they've stopped construction on that stadium because of this, this virus. So, you know, if that stadium, if they fall behind, uh, we'll have to see again, we'll have to see 
how long this pause is, but if if they fall behind, the stadium won't be ready for WrestleMania in LA. Oh, stadium. The one outside of LA, it's brand new. And they're yeah. it's still under construction. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it could be at Staples Center or maybe uh I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think uh we'll do what we can with Mania. Uh we're we're gonna have to do some things in the near future once life returns to normal with the fans. Uh, what else do we got, Rush? So, Matt, yeah, what, what all was there anything in that Chris Benoit documentary that surprised you? No, no, the things that I, I, I liked the best, honestly, is those who do they have the actors playing those like silhouette shots? Yeah, yeah, it does such a good job of really painting really super emotional portions of those stories, like Chris at his work, you know in his gym crying in like Vicky Guerrero's arms. Right. Um, after Eddie passed and the, the little outshots they show of like the silhouette of what's supposed to be Eddie or other silhouettes are supposed to be Chris Benoit. Um, it really adds so much like to these stories. You know, you know, Tyson ducks, right? Tyson do. Yeah. That Tyson do. Yeah. He was Benoit in that. That's actually a really good pick. He could also play Cena for the record. Yeah. <laughs> it's like John Cena too. Yeah. Um huh. That is Tyson Ducks. I just call him do. Um that that but overall it was friggin' I don't know. Yeah. Up and down for me. It was yeah. really, really I like Jericho's part in it a lot. He did a great job on it, I thought. Um, but it was really emotional, I thought, like with his kid. Yeah. And the kid's aunt, Nancy's um, sister. Yeah. That was real emotional, I thought. That made me get teary-eyed. Um, but it was a very, very, very well done uh, thing, I thought. Yeah. Uh, um, David Benoit. Um, I, I, we, I, were you with me, Glenn, uh, yeah. at, when we met him? Yes, or, uh, uh, Double or Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. cool guy. Um I mean, just a super cool guy. It, it, you know, sucks what it sucks that his, you know, a lot of wrestling companies might not take him because of what his father did um, mm-hmm. and not use him. Uh, they had Nancy Benoit's sister a lot in it, Sandra Toffolini. I don't think I've ever heard her speak on it, or she might have one time on Jericho's podcast. Uh, Vicky Guerrero, there was a lot of stuff with her. Um, you know, kind of, I didn't realize her and Nancy Benoit were so close. So, yeah, um, me either. yeah so it was, uh, you know, it's a real downer watching it, you know, there's, it but uh, it's, it's really good. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Um, Jesus Christ. I don't know why my microphone's so like, like it sounds like that thing's like right here. So I take my earpiece out, like it's in two rooms away from here and I hardly hear it. This microphone picks up stupid stuff. I have to say, though, Matt, overall, though, tonight, your sound quality is perhaps the best I have ever heard it on this podcast. Why? I don't. However, you, you have crystal it set, clear. You sound perfect. You sound as good as Raj does. With that sweet noise in the background. Except for that. Yeah. But still, uh, it's good. I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, people think there's a conspiracy. The technology is working against you on this uh, podcast sometimes. And tonight, it is in your favor. Because uh, I'm hearing that, I'm hearing my kid in the room. I know. Like, I understand. Uh, Jerome King is asking, do we get a chance to see if Cobra Kai is being postponed season three? It's not done yet, but there's been no release date announced. 
It's in post-production. Oh, good. So they filmed it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't understand. If they filmed this and it's in the can, why would they not release it? Well, they haven't past seasons come out like in May usually, like May or June. I mean, so you I want to be heroes. Put that crap out I know. now. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, the post-production does take a while, but if they can put a rush on it because of all this stuff getting canceled or, or at least postponed, yes. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, this is you have the most captive audience perhaps in the history uh, yes. of mankind right now. Yes. It's kind of crazy. Um, what else do we have? Um, let me see. Oh, Dana Brooke was removed from the WrestleMania 36 women's match. It's not said. I would guess maybe she doesn't want to fly or doesn't want to be there. Like Paige, you know, she doesn't want to fly right now. So that's why they pre recorded or, you know, her stuff was not, you know, she wasn't there at the Performance Center on SmackDown. So, I mean, that's my theory. I don't know for sure, but I would guess. Dana Brooke doesn't live in Florida? Maybe she doesn't want to wrestle, uh, you know, be in close quarters with, uh, with oh, what's going yeah. on. Could be. Um, I, I don't know. I, these, I'm just guessing. But now, the, you know, yeah, so they changed it to a fatal five-way elimination match. Uh, I'm getting a question on Twitter, Matt, from the Silvered Grunion, saying if you had to pick one movie fight, the Superman 3 fight with himself or the fight in They Live over the sunglasses. Oh, they Live. It's a weird two choices to give me. <laughs> um, Superman. Yeah, Superman was pretty dope. Although they live, they live is a movie that actually ages better. The older that movie gets, the more I think poignant it seems. Seems so very relevant still. Yeah, um, a couple other things real quick. Uh, Mojo Raleigh is now officially on SmackDown. Um, so yeah. you know Rob Gronkowski. Oh my God, man! What did you guys think of that? I, I could not. I, oh my God, that was the Horrible. worst shit I've ever seen. Um, and they are also taking over a local uh, hotel for TV tapings. WWE is uh, this week, so that's going to be used for some stuff as well. And all the talent is locked down at that hotel. Um, the only Florida-based producers are working there for the for the taping. So it's uh, Jamie Notable, Adam Pierce, Shawn Michaels, and uh, Road Dog. So they're not bringing huh. in other producers that live outside of Florida. So yeah, they're you know WWE is doing what they can here in a, in a bad situation. Except their talents can't get home to their families during a crisis, but. Right. Yeah. A lot of the talent lives in Florida, but yeah, that's yeah. But you're saying they can't go home. They're stuck in a hotel. Well, yeah, this week for one week. Yeah. Oh, because they they wouldn't see their family. Is it because of mania? Yeah. Well, mania, they're also taping uh, the raw next week's raw tomorrow. And then the April 6th raw tomorrow as well. And then, so they're basically taping through WrestleMania and the week after, um, so they're going to be good until then, and then so, so talent's going to get the next you know couple of weeks off after. But they're going to know what what happens at Mania then. Well, we we were talking about that earlier because they are taping the matches in different locations. Uh, there's going to be such a small group of people there that it's probably going to be hard for spoilers to get out. What, what different locations? Uh, like Full Sail University, they taped NXT there last night. Uh, this hotel. Um, uh, the performance center, um, and you know wherever they're taping the the boneyard match and and things like that. So you think they're wrestling at this hotel? Uh, 
Maybe I, okay. Maybe they're just staying there. It looks like they're staying there doing oh. meetings there, but not actually taping there. Interesting. Uh, so this was shared on Twitter uh, from Johnny nine nine one nine five eight six one, saying, "Remember, folks, no matter how good the daiquiris are, social distancing is important." Hashtag Raj back. That is awesome. <laughs> That's wow. pretty good. Yeah. Um. What else do we? <laughs> oh, people that listen to this podcast are the best. Yeah, on Wrestling Inc. If you go there now, Charlie Caruso, there is a video of her that she had put on her Instagram, uh, showing backstage at these tapings. The, the the makeup lady, she's wearing a mask, so you know they're taking precautions backstage as well. Hmm. And then. Yeah, that six pack six pack challenge that got turned into a five way. That was originally supposed to be Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Um, that was the plan that they had going into WrestleMania. Obviously, that changed, but that's still the long the long term goal is to get to Sasha versus Bailey. Hmm. And yeah. oh, Matt Hardy saying his AEW contract allows him to work for New Japan. So, um, yeah, he said he's interested in doing that as well. Matt Hardy, I don't think he translates in New Japan, if I'm being honest. I kind of agree. I, that character... Right. Old Matt Hardy, the, hell yeah. Right. Doing crazy daredevil crap, yes. Yeah. But um, not this character. You think that, well, in Japan, they have some weird characters. They though, do. Some, they know. definitely do. But this one, you don't think would, would translate? They all go, though. They all go in like 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Right, yeah, their in ring style, it would it would be rough on him, I think. Yes. Has he wrestled for New Japan? I don't ever. think so. I don't think ever. Wow. Yeah. Then I, I get why. Then yeah, he'd want that obviously. Like a bucket Every list kind of thing to be able to say that. Yeah, yeah, bucket list. Yeah. Michael Satcher Jr. saying season two Cobra Kai, the big fight at the end was better. That fight was awesome. Yeah. It was one of the better TV show fights. Still way too sad for my taste, though. I was very saddened by that. <laughs> that, that wait, well Matt, done. you don't watch you don't watch a lot of dark TV, do you? No. Really? I, I mean, you're not a fan of, like, Breaking Bad or Ozark or... Oh, not Ozark, but yes to Breaking Bad. Yeah, I mean, like, depressing and shit happens the on there, too. main character <laughs> paralyzed. Potentially, we don't know yet. Spoilers. Dude, I'm sorry. That that was I a little too much. <laughs> I, I, I like it on that show how people are going back and forth from like heel to baby face, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great show. I just did not like that. Yeah, time. I actually might rewatch that now that we've got a lot of extra time on our hands. <clears throat> Don't watch Contagion. That movie, man, oh, holy crap. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Well, there was... True Blood's a good one to go back and watch. Yeah. Well, Contagion, I've just been hearing about how how close it is to what's going on now. So I was like, how close could it be? And I was like, oh, my God, it's geez, it's really close. So don't watch it. It's unless you're here for, you know, you really want to be bummed out. Yeah. Uh, Ron Armenta with the dollar ninety nine saying there's for the tax, Raj. So you, uh, you get wow. <laughs> Matt, I think Raj has got the new scam for getting the super. Chat. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like, hey, whenever I want to get a Mayweather fight, I know what to do. Yeah. Papa <laughs> needs money for uh, Goonies on pay-per-view. Uh, Jay Lane with the Super Chat saying, have you tried Ryback supplements? I'm going to get so fat in quarantine. 
<laughs> you need to be able to work. I don't know if he's asking me that. No, I've not yet. But yeah, you got to work out, dude. Get rubber yeah. bands and work with the bands while you're home. I got those couch peddlers so we could sit on the couch and just pedal away. We've been doing yeah. DDPY. I still don't know what these couch peddlers are. It's like, okay, you know, on an exercise bike, it's really just a seat and handlebars attached to a right. pedaling mechanism. It's just the pedaling mechanism. So you can Where put that. Where did sweat go? No. Well, it drips all over you. But you could sit You could sit in a chair. You could sit on a stool. You just, you provide the sitting apparatus. It provides the pedal. But you can do it on the couch. And we put it, we sit there and pedal for like an hour while we're watching TV. Time just flies by. Something. Something to do. Got a lot of supplements. Got a lot of stuff stocked up in my uh, bunker here for the next four months. It's going to be uh, going to be exciting. Yeah. So we will be doing our podcast for two nights now that weekend. So we'll have two wrestling oh, yeah. podcasts. So that's Saturday and Sunday. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, I think uh, I think we covered about just that's just about everything. So say it with your kicks is saying we need to call the super chats Raj Bucks. <laughs> no. Well, thank you guys for all the super chats. <laughs> we do appreciate it. Especially like tonight, we don't have a sponsor. Uh, we have lost a couple of sponsors because of what's going on. So we do appreciate it. Have we really? Well, yeah. It, well, for now. A, besides yeah. one, which I could tell why. But other than that one, I can't imagine. Another. No, that's, uh, that's the only one I know of. Was there another one? Yeah, I'll tell you guys when we're done. Oh, ooh, inside word. I'm not even privy to that. Uh, I learned a pro tip. If you're cohabitating with people, the supplement chlorophyll will really cut down on your BO and uh, just overall smells. Or showering. <laughs> no, that does too. But I'm telling you, the chlorophyll, it's crazy, dude. It is crazy. Like, they say it's nature's deodorant. Absolutely it is. I am shocked. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to let that one hang there. Matt, how is your not going to the gym uh, working out? Have you found a remedy yet for this? No, although I did ride my I did ride my son's skateboard around the block twice, two full laps. That's a half a mile on a skateboard. And I've not ridden since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Matt, have you seen those uh, Bowflex dumbbells where you can change the weight on them and everything? Because I I got those for Christmas a couple of years ago, and those are great because they don't take up much space. Oh yeah, and, yeah, 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 I know what those are. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they go heavy enough for you because I think they go up to they each go oh, up to like sixty. Oh it's, it's something. We're gonna end up having to find. We're gonna have to find room in our garage. We're gonna have to go buy all this crap now. Yeah, because it's gonna be a minute before gyms are opening. And before you all thought that we would finish this podcast, Raj, did you get your teeth whitened? No. You have no. very white teeth today. And you know what? My hair is really short, so I wonder if that just brings out... You're talking Ross from Friends. <laughs> he crest white strips. Uh... As I said, really good, man. <laughs> no, no, it's the same no. old... No, I chopped off my hair because all the barbers and, and hair salons are going to be closed till April 30th in Colorado. So I was wow. like, yeah. Wait. So, what part of your hair did you cut? Your top? You mean, or you? Yeah, the, yeah. It's per, this is the shortest it's been in really a long time. Yeah, Matt. It's a good thing we both own multiple Manscaped razors. Justin Labar, who used the same Manscaped he uses uh, below the belt on his face. He did. He admitted it. Yeah, Matt and I have separate ones, at least. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see the Braun Strowman? Uh, this last thing before we go, Terrence Witted is asking if we talked about Jim Cornette ripping Braun Strowman apart about his Twitter comment. What do you say in the Twitter comment? So Braun Strowman this past weekend. Um, yeah. Let me let me bring up. I don't want to misquote yeah. him. 
Uh, he said some insensitive stuff uh, regarding, uh, I think, Evil Uno had started, uh, was telling people to support independent wrestlers during this hard time. Uh, Braun Strowman replied and said, let me find it, sorry. Go ahead and talk for a second while I find it. Uh, it was something about the idea that he's not getting paid. No, oh, here he, he first he goes. Here we go with more of the somebody pay for my bill stuff. If you can't afford to pay your bills, maybe you should change professions. That's why I quit Strongman. I loved it, but I couldn't afford to live. So instead of making a GoFundMe or a Patreon, dot dot dot. Uh, and for anyone that go, that goes, that's easy for you to say you're a WWE superstar. Just and FYI, seven years ago, I moved to Florida with everything I owned in a Kia Soul with $150 to my name when I started this. So basically, you know, Evil Uno saying support independent wrestlers, you know, contributed to these GoFunds that, you know, are being set up for a lot of these guys that are out of work. And Braun is saying they should just change professions if they can't afford uh, what they're doing. Um, so given the time, it wasn't uh, the best time to make those kind of comments. And then he insinuated that he wasn't getting paid right now uh, while they're while they're dark, which is not true. Yeah, who's not getting paid? Braun. Because you got your downsides, you know, you got you're still he's still and getting paid. What was Jim Cornette saying about it? I didn't I didn't hear Jim Cornette, so um, oh. well that's what the question was. Yeah, but I figured let you we can talk about the Braun um, stuff. Uh, yeah, I I don't I, I I Braun starts to go heavily with just what you said in that tweet. Toward uh, anti-socialism talk a little mm-hmm. bit is what, what was what it first felt like the first like sentence into that mm-hmm. of you know people don't want to pay for other people's expenses and bills and things like that but like now is not regardless of what you feel that way you don't right now is not the time for any of this this is just the time just to zip it yeah at a time when so many people are getting laid off it's, it's very tone deaf but then let me ask a question though. Um, so I don't understand. You're saying independent wrestlers are creating GoFundMe pages for themselves? Um, I, let me uh, let me see that. Evil and are these, are these independent wrestlers that have other nine to five jobs that pay their bills while they learn their craft and try to hopefully one day make it? I think, I think what they said specifically, uh, and Tammy's pointing out, he said buy merch and subscribe to their Patreons, not just give them money. Oh, yeah. Oh, but well, the idea Christmas, that's a huge difference. Yeah, saying you could support them in other ways right now, which I think we all agree on. I mean, well, there's a if they're providing content. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some musicians yeah. I like that are doing things like recording custom cassette tapes or MP3 or music for people, and it's like, yeah, I'll support who I can. That ain't the same thing as Sammy Guevara going out there and killing it on his like YouTube page, though, right? Or or they do these one on one uh what do you call them? You just said it earlier. Cameo. Page. Uh, that or Patreon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I think we're in a time more than ever where you it's so easy to support artists. Um, and I think I don't know. I mean, if I think if you can afford to, it's great, but it's like, man, if you really start racking up right now, everybody that's affected by this and the economic impact, I mean everybody is. Yeah. Everyone. Like no one is untouched from this. No, are you kidding me? Nobody is not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's supposed to be bringing us together, not pulling us apart. Yeah. Because we're all supposed to have the taste of this, of what this is doing to each and every one of us. But it's the same thing, collectively. Yeah. So Bron mentioned GoFundMes, but Evil Uno wasn't saying that. He was just saying to, uh, um, you know, support the wrestlers with their merch and, yeah, their other projects and things like that. So. 
did, yeah. he, did, 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 evil, did evil Uno respond? Did he reply to it? I don't think so. <laughs> probably stay in his pants. <laughs> yeah, staying out of that one. <laughs> probably off Twitter for ten days. Imagine if Braun Strowman tear your head off. <laughs> That's at, yeah, out of left field. Like, <laughs> you're just making a nor- just a tweet. <laughs> of all the people you don't want mad at you, right. <laughs> Braun's at the top of that Braun, list. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you wake up one day and it's like Brock just calling you, you know, just going calling you out or something like that. Don't feel like that. Like, well, that didn't go as a plan. Wife is like, this big, huge guy was here earlier looking for you. Do you know who? Do you know it's Mr. Strowman? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be good. Oh. Anyway. Definitely not. Cool guys. Well, do we got anything else? That is it. Okay, so Wednesday night, me, Matt Morgan, Justin Lobar back here to talk AEW and NXT. Gargano and Ciampa are in trouble, and Triple H is going to uh, have a talking to them on Wednesday night's NXT. Hilarity will ensue. Did you notice who else I was ranked in front of for the last decade for PWA, top 500 of the last decade? (laughs) Ciampa? Gargano. Oh, Nice. Matt, why don't you just have the list out and whenever there's a pause in the conversation. I don't have the magazine. This, this picture was sent to me from um, a person who has a subscription to it. Because ah, you could just keep naming them anytime, all. Uh, anytime we mention a wrestler, you could you, you yep. see if they're ranked behind you. And Dude, just bring it up. I've not wrestled since 2014. So <laughs> pretty, yeah, funny. That's pretty wild. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. great. PWI, uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I grew up on that magazine. I love oh those 500 God. lists. Stu Sachs, the managing editor, just retired. And, man, that guy's oh, been there forever. Yeah. yeah he's a good dude. Yeah. Wow. I just did the PWI podcast last week, and the, the, their oh. staff there is really good. Yeah. Raj, yeah. doing all the podcasts. Yeah. Except <laughs> ours. Except who? <laughs> it's not even ours. Here every Monday. It is. It's his. That's the point. It's his <laughs> podcast. Your guys' podcast. Are you kidding? They come for you guys. <laughs> okay, so we will see you back here Wednesday night. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane, and we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. <laughs>